Alrighty, folks, we are back with another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. I'm here with Jeff and Mikey, as always. Boys, before we get into the pod, I want to I start out with a question. So I was listening to the Ringer MMA show, and Ariel Hawani went on a little bit of a rant about how, why, or he asked the question, why do we use the Apex, why does the UFC use the Apex Arena anymore? And he thinks it kind of ruins the... Uh, just the the fight nights. Do you guys agree? Because I sort of agree. I mean, this was like an okay one, but I'm just not a. I I think the Apex, like he said, was perfect for Dana White contender series, which is on right now. But for actual fight nights with like high level MMA, as he put it, it's kind of a waste to put it in a in um the Apex. I would much rather see it in like a random city. You know, I I think I like it more with the crowd. I know why they do it. It's probably to save money. But do you guys agree with me with Ariel Hawani, or what do you think? Jeff. Yeah, the fucking Apex fucking stinks. Dude, it's I mean sucks. it was it was cool during the pandemic when yeah. you know we, we would sit there and fucking hear every strike. But at this point, it's fucking old, dude. Give me fucking a Philly fight night, a fucking somewhere yeah. they haven't been in years. Like this is bullshit. Completely agreed. Uh Mikey fucking in our area. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, the whole shock value of being able to hear the strikes and shit now is long gone. That shit oh, was yeah. going fucking three, four years ago. Like, that shit is <laughs> washed. There ain't no fucking way in hell Corey Sandhagen should be fighting in front of no crowd. Like, yeah. I just don't see how this should even be a possibility. So, yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, I just, like, I literally, I just couldn't get super into this fight night. I mean, it was a relatively good one. There were some fights on there that were pretty solid, but it's just, like, there's no like energy in there. There's no one like first fight, for example, Nicholas Mata versus Cameron Van Camp. Quick KO should have been ra- rather electric. He just gets the KO and then it's just his team cheering. It was nothing that fun. Um, Cameron Van Camp, that's his second KO in a row. Um, tough dude. He's on a tough. He he lost to Fialo um, last via KO. So, yeah, that was the first fight. How do you guys feel about that fight? Yeah, I'm not sure if I even got to catch this one, fight. honestly. Yeah, yeah, and it fucking it started like out of nowhere. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, uh, same way. I kind of just caught the end of it when he was talking about him house hopping from fucking basement to basement, how he's making his way to the top. So it was good to see him win, I guess, <laughs> what little I saw of it. Yeah. And to touch back on what you asked at the beginning, I just looked it up. There's 317 U.S. cities with at least 100,000 people. Wow. So let's say at least 250 of those cities at least have to have a convention center. Yeah, there's no way in hell that the Apex should even be a thing anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think they're just doing it to save money. It's probably, it's just a lot cheaper. They can bring in a lot more money. But I agree. I just I wish they would get rid of them because it sucks. Um, Next fight, Javid Basharat versus Tony Gravely. I gave out, I believe, Basharat because... Um, his brother fought on the Dana White Contender Series uh, last week, and he looked super solid. Um, yeah, it was a good fight, solid fight. Uh, Bashar was clearly like just the better better fighter, and he got the unanimous decision win. Nothing too crazy or spectacular. Um, Jeff, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it was a pretty pretty decent showing from old Bashar, but yeah, like you said, nothing spectacular. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, I think you guys hit it uh, head on, but watch out for the damn Bass Bros, dude. To hear him say that in the end, watch out for the Bass Bros. Yeah, him and his brother are looking sharp. Bass Bros, <laughs> no, um, yeah, they're they are looking real sharp. They're um, I think they're gonna eventually be uh, ranked 
end contenders in the bantamweight division for sure. They look super sharp. Um, next fight was actually interesting. Jillian Roberts uh, versus Mar- Maria Agapova. Dude, she choked Maria Agapova out cold. That she had a little bit of a seizure at the end. She like spit and seized a little bit and got all got all like tight. You know. Speaking of which, what that shit's literally happening. <laughs> oh wait, damn. I'm like two seconds behind on the Dana White Contender Series that's on right now. We have uh, Filo versus Echiavara. But, um, yeah, Jillian Robertson, that's her. She's on a roll. She's looking really sharp. I gave, I gave, I talked about her um, in the preview. I know she just took a loss, but – and she, actually, she's been kind of back and forth, and I'm looking at it. But she has two submission wins in the last three fights. Um yeah, I'm. I'm. I like Jillian Robertson. I like her red hair, and she fucking choked the shit out of that at Agapova. That was, that was intense. Uh, Jeff, thoughts on it? Yeah, Jillian Robertson looked fucking crazy, bro. She looked fucking mean, bro. Yeah, she is an absolute dog on the ground, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like that was just some brutal, like Colby Covington, like fucking grappling, like out fucking. A redheaded fucking monster, dude. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Mikey, you agree with that? Yeah, completely. And, uh, dude, this is one of them fights you watch. And if you're like a high school wrestler thinking you can make the UFC, this should reassure you that you can. I checked at the end because I was like, damn, she didn't throw no strikes at all. It said total strikes landed seven. <laughs> seven total strikes and she won in the second round somehow Jesus. that is insane like you never see a seven strike landed fight win unless it's like some kind of choke out in the first couple minutes this oh, is in yeah. the second round she won yeah, with seven strikes you end up you end up basically seeing it a little bit later in the card with that trevin giles versus louise Koske fight there was like four strikes in that thing it was terrible mm-hmm. but um yeah that's a good stat i didn't know that yeah so she yeah she's just like Jeff said, just absolutely a dog on the ground. Next fight, Trey Ogden versus Daniel Zellhuber. Uh, I, DC was high on Zellhuber until he uh, he said he was overthinking and didn't have the performance he wanted. And then DC was saying it could be like a career turner. I don't know if it was like that big of a deal. He was like, uh, people are never going to forget this or whatever. He'll never get out of his head. I, I don't. I think it was like, I mean, he looked okay. He just clearly was like in his head more. And Trey Ogden, the veteran or more of a veteran than him, um, than Zell Huber was, you know, showing that he knows a little bit more and he got the win via a unanimous decision. This was a fun fight to watch. A lot of kicks and strikes, no wrestling. Um, I liked it, but yeah, it wasn't anything like super crazy. It wasn't a barn burner by any means. Um, Jeff, do you agree with the decision? Yeah, I agree with the decision. I felt like, uh, what you call it? Trey Ogden deserved it, even though he's got yeah. that corny ass nickname. <laughs> What's his nickname? In, in fucking Samurai Ghost. Oh Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> awful. That's dog shit. Yeah, even though I had fucking money on Zell Hoover too, that oh. shit fucked me, dude. Oh man, the bets this week were elf. But yeah, yeah I I think what you call Ogden won this handily. Yeah, and Zell Hoover, it's only his first. Isn't it his first fucking UFC yeah. fight? First fight, first loss, and fucking DC was acting like it was the end of the world. Mikey, did you pick up on DC acting like that? 
Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't read that deeply into it. And I just think he just clearly looked inferior in that night. I didn't really think it was the biggest deal on earth. Yeah. I mean, Trey Ogden's far more experienced. He showed that. And sometimes you kind of like to see that. Like, it's not, you can't root for the underdog every fight. Sometimes exactly. you like to see the more experienced guy come knock the young gun off his block. And he definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next fight was actually super interesting. This might have been my favorite, one of my favorite fights of the night. Loma, Luke, ben, Luke, Luke Boonmi versus Denise Gomes. Holy shit, dude. Loma was throwing these elbows and knees and kicks, and then Denise had her choked up. It was just an awesome fight. These women were going fucking ham. Uh, Gomez was bleeding a shit ton. Uh, Loma hit her with a spinning elbow as well. I had a great time watching this fight. Uh, Jeff, did you enjoy this fight as much as I did? Yeah, Gomez, she almost got her in a couple of submissions. Yeah. And then what's her Absolutely smacked her with a whole bunch of fucking Muay Thai kicks. Yeah, dude, the Muay Thai. Gross. Yeah. Dude, her Muay Thai is absolutely disgusting. Yep. Uh, Mikey, you agree about the disgusting Muay Thai? Yeah, that was one of the best, like, just straight up Muay Thai performances. One of the best ones I've seen in the UFC probably, probably all yeah. year so far, I would think. Yeah, it was awesome. I had a, I loved this fight. It was awesome. Next fight was dog shit. We're just going to barely go into it. Trevin Giles versus Luis Koske. They didn't do shit. Um, they kind of just like threw fainting jabs at each other and really nothing of importance. The the commentary crew was even talk, like shitting on it a little bit. They're like, come on, guys, let's get it going. Like, yeah, it just wasn't that enjoyable. Next fight, though, Damon Jackson versus Pat Sabatini. Damon Jackson comes in after his brother dies um last week rip to him that's terrible and he gets the ko win in a minute in round one against pat sabatini absolute amazing ko good for damon jackson he, that's a story i mean it's a terrible story unfortunately about his brother but oh speak of this real quick let me cut you off yeah he just responded to the dm and he's said he'll come on the show one day oh let's go so yeah shout out damon <laughs> jackson, <laughs> mr damon jackson Shout out the boy that what kind of that's fucking weird. Say we were just talking about you on the pod. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Shout out Damon Jackson. Um, good win against Pat Sabatini. Not really much we can take from that one because it was such a quick KO. Um, next fight, Anthony Hernandez versus Mark Andre Berrialt. Um, I'll be honest with you, I I watched this fight, but I don't remember it for some reason. Jeff, can you fill me in on what happened? Yeah, it was very not remarkable. I can tell you that. Yeah. I honestly the only thing I remember from it is betting on fucking Mark Andre because he has the same name as Mark Andre Fleury. So <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid reason. Um, yeah, and that sh- shit the bed as well. <laughs> yeah, tough. Mikey, do you remember this fight? Uh, somewhat. I, I know people really like Anthony Hernandez. I don't like, like you guys were saying after that performance. I mean, it wasn't. The best, I thought. I'm not really sure why. Oh, but... he was the dude that kept swearing on the mic, and then they're like, "You swear a lot." And then he. Like, oh yeah, 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 yep. That's yeah. right. That's what I remember it most for. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was not a remarkable fight. Tanner Bozer versus Rod- Rodrigo Nascimento. This one was pretty good heavyweight fight. They, you know, they just pieced each other up, and then uh, Nascimento got the the uh, split decision win. There was some grappling exchanges here and there. Nothing too crazy again. Another just kind of apex. You could tell just those guys weren't super like they weren't like crazy ready to go. Um, 
Rodrigo Nascimento's body type is super weird. Um, <laughs> I noticed him when he like was like just the picture of him standing there. He just kind of looked like a, I don't know. He just didn't look like a UFC fighter to me. But you know that's what's great about sport. All t- all shapes and sizes. Um, Jeff, you remember t- a lot about this fight. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it, I mean it was a decent brawl. I I was very I fucking put a decent bit on the fucking on for the end and decision. I for the end and the fucking finish and of course. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Yeah. I thought for sure these two motherfuckers are going throw bang and fucking not one was going to be standing. But yeah. I was wrong <laughs> again. Again, um, Mikey, did you throw any money on this? No, not a chance. This was just one of them plug heavyweight fights that they're on the main card, hoping it'll be something, and it just didn't hit this week. That's all I really thought of it. Yeah, I agree. Next fight did hit, Joe Pfeiffer versus Alan Amadovsky, but from what I've heard, Alan Amadovsky gets kind of knocked out pretty easily. Um, yeah, he lost to Pfeiffer, KO, uh, Jay Phillips, who I don't even know who that is. Um Oh, John Phillips. Oh, the Welsh guy. Um, via KO, lost via sub, lost for... He's on a four-fight loss streak. Yeah, Madovsky is. Uh, Joe Pfeiffer came in and got that quick KO three minutes, almost four minutes into the round, so nothing too crazy. Um, next fight, though, Andre Feely versus Bill Algeo. I love this fight. This was a great fight. Great, uh, solid, long exchange exchanges, excuse me, and then Andre Feely ended up pulling out the split decision and then told the crowd about how he had recently lost um, his childhood, or let me restart, his wife had recently lost a baby or his partner, whoever, so good for him to get the win, another heart-wrenching story, um, real tough, but this was a great, great fight. Um, I, I like the split decision decision here. Jeff, did you like the split decision, or did you think it was unanimous? No, I think it was a pretty decent split decision. They were going back and forth, back and forth, combination yeah. to combo. Yeah. Um, Mikey, I know Andre was upset about the decision. Did you see why he was upset, or did you see it as Jeff and I saw it? Uh, no, I thought it was pretty fair. I like. I kind of liked that Bill Algier was throwing all those like overhead on his yeah. back jabs to Andre, but that yeah. doesn't really do too much in comparison to a, re- to a possible rear naked choke. So I think the decision was pretty good. True. Yeah. I think they I, were in a really bad decision to make in a bad position to make a decision. Yeah, true. Um, so then the next fight, um, co-main event of the night, Gregory Rodriguez versus Chidi and Jokowani. Greg Rod- Gregory Rodriguez gets split with one of the nastiest cuts. You could as you could see his skull basically and still somehow they let him fight and he pulls through with a vicious KO. Dude, he looks RoboCop looks fucking nuts. Um they brought up again on the Ringer MMA show that he does not look 30. He does not look fucking 30. Look Google this guy. That's what I was saying when I googled him. He looks so old. He looks, he looks like 60. Old. Yeah. Their thought was he's like 30 to 57 years old and I agree. <laughs> um yeah, there's just a great fight. Uh Rodriguez looked a lot better. Um, I like him a lot, especially going through the split head to get the win. Um, Jeff, how do you feel about this fight? Yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. How was that not fucking stopped, dude? <laughs> he did near had him fuck, dude. I don't even know what he even call that, dude. He had a fucking unibrow that was 
Ugh. Six inches fucking deep in his skull, dude. <laughs> Awful. That was absolutely sickening. I don't understand how it wasn't stopped. I don't understand how that motherfucker ended up coming back from that and winning. <laughs> I have no idea. Mikey, did you think it should have been stopped? Yeah, 100%. I, I'll just say I don't think we're ever going to see these guys in the top 15 or hold a belt, but they probably gave us the best middleweight fight of the year so far. So props to them for that. That was fucking insane. Yeah, and the dude's vein was sticking out of his head. Ugh. Like, when is enough enough? Ugh. I just don't get it. Ugh. Let's get yeah, that was masses. fucking that Captain was... Insano. Yeah, that was fucking horrible. It was so, so, no bad. Movie. <laughs> it was so bad. Wait, um, did Lando, that Lando Weir fight, Lando Weir, what, was that a middleweight fight? Onama versus Lando, Land, mm. whatever the fuck. Come on, Nate Lando Weir. Yeah. I think it might have been. Yeah. yeah, I think that might have been the best middleweight fight of the year, in my opinion. That thing was. Oh, insane. yeah. If that was middleweight, then that, that probably takes yeah. the cake. Yeah. And then finally, uh, the main event, Corey Sandhagen versus Song Yadong. Um, yeah, Corey Sandhagen looks super sharp. Um, Dr. Stoppage, Song Yadong couldn't see his eye. He got a horrible fucking cut, too. And uh, yeah, a lot of blood this this fight night. Um, Corey Sandhagen, a contender for sure in that bantamweight Grand Prix, Grand Prix, as Ariel Hawani would say. Um, and yeah, he looks really sharp. Uh, too early to tell still on like what the matchmaking is going to look like because it's tough to do Peter Yan and uh, Sugar Sean see the winner of that, and then they'll kind of go from there with who's Cheeto going to fight and all that. But um, yeah, I'm a, I I he looked really sharp. Jeff, did you like this performance from Sandhagen? Yeah, Sanhagen looked fucking phenomenal. I think he might be the best bantamweight right now. I like him a lot. I mean, he's the only motherfucker with the striking up to par with fucking Peter Yan. And then he just brought out that mean-ass control grappling this fight. Dude, how do you stop that? You can't stop those unorthodox fucking flying strikes from fucking Corey. He throws them from every which angle. You have no idea where they're coming from. And they're always powerful as fuck, as you can tell by Song's fucking eyebrow. True. And then you, and now he's fucking getting good at grappling. It's unstoppable. It's seriously unstoppable. Especially okay, you... the control grappling against the cage, which is like the best grappling in MMA. This true. is how you see every great fighter control now. Very true. Mikey, how do you feel about that? Yeah, he's technically. I agree with Jeff. I, I don't. I think he's getting to be miles the best in band weight right now. Like I don't even. I mean, I like Cheeto, but I don't even think he'd be close if they fought. To be honest, you got to hope Cheeto can land something crazy. But I, I'm not seeing it. Not from old Cheeto. Yeah, I love Cheeto, and I. I mean, I. Oh God, dude, I really. I want Cheeto to be the champion, but I don't know. Him, it's like Corey and Peter Yan, dude. Yeah, and fucking... Cheeto and starts slow a lot too. Like yeah. I know they say he's analyzing his first three rounds, but I don't know if you can analyze versus Sanhagen like that. Like you might be beat, you might be yeah. beat to a pulp by that point. Yeah, well, that's it. I I I like Sanhagen too. Um, yeah, I. I I agree. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Cheeto's uh, starting late like that because he got he he looked like he was in some tough positions again in the Dominic Cruz fight. Dominic Cruz looked super good, especially with that um, just unorthodox uh, footwork. He was really 
landing and looking good against Cheeto until Cheeto just read him and finally threw that kick. Um, I, I agree, like, with Sandhagen being so unorthodox in his own right and hard to read, it's going to be hard for Cheeto to get a read on it. I don't know if he'll ever get going um, if he, he'll have the time to do so. So if those two end up fighting, I'm, we got to ride with Sandhagen. I think it's a group ride on him. For sure. And for sure. Oh, no, I'll, I'll never ride against Cheeto, but... But dude, man, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm getting, just, dude. That would be a brawl. That would be an absolute brawl. Yeah. No matter what. Mikey. Yeah, I'd be riding with Sandman. And dude, one thing I took away from this card that was pretty nuts is between the uh, Feely announcement about the kid, and then Loma talking about a depression, and the guy whose brother died. Dude, this was like one of those cards where you kind of remember that you're not just watching people fight. Like, you're not watching show animals and you're watching humans. It was kind of like weird to watch half the time. Yeah, it, kind of I like agree. emotional and sentimental. Like, not that it's any of their faults, but it was like, I don't know. Yeah, like, it definitely felt more than half the time. Definitely humanized them. I'm glad they talk about it after, honestly, because I would feel really bad watching someone who just went through all that, like take a tough loss or something. Uh, that would just be tough to see. But yeah, that's going to do it from us. Um, you know, probably like a a C plus B minus, you know, fight night. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, pretty average. It would have been better if it was at a fucking destination. I fucking agree. So yeah, we're gonna we're that's gonna do it for us. But um we'll be back uh with a bonus episode this week because there is no uh UFC unfortunately. And then we'll be back after that with a preview review or what well, I guess just a review of the upcoming UFC fight night card. Uh Spoiler alert, doesn't look very sharp. Um, honestly, the Mackenzie Dern versus Jan Shao uh, Nan uh, card. It, I don't know. I like Mackenzie Dern. That fight's going to be good, but there's not a lot of people I know on that card. So, yeah. Uh, Dude, could you guys have imagined if they would have had it in Philly and Joe Bodybags Pfeiffer would have won, they would have played the Rocky Dude. theme song? Yes, it would have like, been dope. What the fuck? Instead, they played the Dude. B Joe Pfeiffer. B Joe Pfeiffer. They, in front of no one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, that'll do it from us. Thank you all for listening, and y'all have a good day.